0: Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads Podcast, where two football diehard fans feel the joy and pain of being lifelong Washington fans. They will bring you an unapologetic and an occasional level-headed opinion. So hold on as we fight for old D.C. with your two favorite knuckleheads
1: welcome 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 to the burgundy gold knuckleheads podcast and as always like i say right over there is my main man reggie yes sir yes sir i'm here today man I'm hey, here yeah we got uh got a, got a little bit of energy
0: you know i mean it's well you know i'm trying to bring it today man you know yeah. we, we we're on a we're on a two-game losing streak and uh you know we're trying to trying to be positive trying to keep hope alive if you will right and uh you know as we as we uh, trek down these last last few games of the season, man, and you, we haven't gotten off to a to a good start here to these divisional games.
1: Yeah, the last last uh, yeah, our, our last five games were divisional games. Uh, we're zero and two against them. Um, it, we from from when we did our preview of the game against the Eagles to when we. Finally, had the game, man. There was a lot of changes, weren't there? Yeah, yeah.
0: There was there was a lot and, that happened between and, those, and none of those
1: changes were for the good for Washington.
0: <laughs> you know, well, well, we 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 did think moving the game um to Tuesday was going to actually help us, but uh right. based on results, I'm going to say that didn't quite make a difference. We uh, should just play it, the damn it, game on Sunday.
1: It, it did make a difference in the score, but can you can you imagine if uh, a few of the people that Became available on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, if, even if they weren't there. Yeah. Um, it would have been a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, for those that ha- have been under a rock and, and didn't watch the game, you know, Washington had 23 players over the past week. Um, I think it was Thursday or Friday. We had 23 players on the COVID list at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't include injuries. Right. Right. Uh, that doesn't include Logan Thomas. It doesn't include Fitzpatrick. It doesn't include
0: J.D. McKissick. McKissick. Um, yeah, we ju- we just had guys that were just out on top of guys that can't play injuries. due due to the due to the virus, right? So so yeah, to your point, man. If if we had played the game on Sunday, I think the results would have would have definitely been worse. But but you know, it would have allowed us to go ahead and get the damn game out of the way and uh, get healthy as we and have a full weeks. Rest or a right. normal schedule heading into uh, heading into the Dallas game, but
1: well, well, I I said you know to to that point, this will be the fourth game coming up when we do play Dallas that the team that we're playing against has a resting advantage over Washington four weeks in a row. Um, they've all had you know two, three, four days or more rest.
0: Longer rest than what Washington will have had going into the game. Right, Uh, utterly ridiculous. But the theme of this game, man, um, for me was injuries and COVID. Yeah, right. I mean, just as we're talking about the, the the key thing that stood out of the game was injuries and COVID. And both of those things, although they didn't cause us to lose the game, it had an impact on the game. Absolutely. And and the second thing, excuse me, that stood out in that game was how our both, not one, but both, our offensive line, our lines, and our defensive line, yeah. line was were manhandled on both sides of the ball yeah. by, by that Philly team, and and that was that was probably the shocking thing for me is is, is how easily manhandled we were on, on the offense and defensive line. Man, that that was that was ugly.
1: I I agree hundred percent. The during our four game winning streak, that was the strength. Right, we again we 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 commented and obviously put the jinx on the offensive line on how well they had <laughs> they had played and they had been playing well all year long. All year. up to it wasn't just during the during the winning streak. They've been playing all year long, win or lose. Uh, during the losing streak, th- then yeah,
0: then the last two games. All of a sudden, the last two games we mentioned them. It was three and, games, three games. They 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 didn't play well, although we won the game against against the Raiders. Right, and then right. they didn't play well. Uh, Taylor was getting banged around. We mentioned Right, it. right, right. And then they carried that over into the Dallas game and looked awful. And then it carried over to last night's game where that kid, uh, uh, Garrett Gilbert, was just getting knocked around. I mean, yeah. the guy needed some time. I thought well, at least he'll have a chance to stand back there with some protection and Kind of go through his progressions, and man, that kid was getting knocked around back there. So it's like the like the Eagles all of a sudden was just playing like like their Super Bowl defense, and so that kid didn't have a chance to to really stand back there and do anything. Yeah, he he was. I mean, you talk about being somebody being put in a
1: horrible situation. Uh, given a, given a couple of days of practice, he has no timing with these guys. E- even if he's memorized all the routes. Uh, he doesn't know these guys from a timing perspective to know when they're going to break. Um, he he would watch them make their break, ensure that they were open, and then throw. He he d- just didn't have confidence that uh, when they would cut where they're supposed to, that they would and, and just like I said, almost pre-throw it on a lot of you know the, your your shorter out passes and things like that. Uh, the one to Terry McLaurin, the little almost a button hook that he did, where the defender came across. And he was just late on the, on the throw. Right. He he wanted to make sure that he was open to where Heineke or a quarterback that's been working for a while with with Terry would have just popped it. You know, as, right. as he's making that right. break, as he's, he's his around. arm is moving. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and and that's the thing, man. So so again, I I felt like at least at least in the game that our offensive line would block and allow this guy a chance to to go through his progressions and go through his reads and try to get the ball out of his hands, man. But they every time you turned around, the the offensive line was in this guy's face. They was in his lap as they was getting pushed back by the Philly defense. And as yeah. they started to come back, their defense got a little juice, they got a little energy and everything. And so so again to your point, man. I think um, I hate to say it, but it's like we jinxed our offensive line because we gave them the MVP. We get, we gave them the early season MVP. Yeah, of the and, team, and then they have stunk ever since.
1: Well, even even from a running perspective, um, minimal running lanes. Yeah, uh, you know, they there weren't too many times that uh, any of the running backs, whether it was Gibson or Patterson or whoever, was running. Really, for the last two weeks, everybody has they've at least gotten a hand on them. Even if they broke a tackle or got through it, they've had a hand on them every single time. By the time they've gotten to the line of scrimmage. You saw Philadelphia; they they had some huge holes that they were going through, and not that Washington is expected to have that many holes, but there was there was nothing even close to a hole for for the last
0: couple weeks. And I, and I agree because the thing the thing that you hear offensive lines offensive linemen say the most is they like they would much rather run block than right, pass block. Right. So what was it was clear early in the game our. Our um, game plan was to run the ball, mm-hmm. establish the running game, run, run, run. And we got out there, and for some reason, the offensive line just could not block. Right. And to your point, Gibson was – the defense was in the backfield. Yes. On on a number of occasions, and they just could not open lanes. You know, we're, we're double-teening guys who, who – you know, the wrong guy, I should say, as opposed to picking up this guy. I mean, it was just an awful showing by offensive line. Our offensive line looked like – those guys are playing for the first time. Yeah, they because not only did they get manhandled
1: on, on some of the plays, but they definitely looked like they were out of sync. Uh, they were not playing
0: as as a as a unit. I mean, is, is this a situation where missing practice? I mean, you know, we, we feel like you know these guys have been playing. This is week fifteen or whatever it is. It's like these guys have been playing. You know, they have practice everything. Is this a situation where just literally missing days of practice because they were isolated from COVID? And then they get into the game and they're out of sync just simply from missing a couple of practices. I I mean, cause they, it, they looked out of sync is, is putting it nice. Right. But that was not our offensive line, man. If, if this was week two or three,
1: I might say so, you know, I might give that a little bit of credence, but if they had all the off season, we are, you know, 14, 15 games into the season. Um, you know, if if they didn't practice for the week, even if it was the first quarter that you know, first series or two, I wouldn't even say a quarter, the first series or two, they're they're out of sync. At some point, you're going to get it together, because um, you're just repeating the things that you've done. It's the same blocking schemes, and it just it it, it was it wasn't good, it wasn't good. You know, to your point on, on the defensive line, man, I I haven't seen holes like that all year long. It was terrible. I mean, it, I was, it was terrible. It was ugly. I I could have put on a ugly green uniform and and picked up a fair number of yards. The thing that get me <laughs> you know? on our
0: defensive line was that that was the that was the one position where we had the least the number of injuries. M- meaning, we got most people back right. on the defensive line. Right. right, the guys that came back from COVID. We were excited about that because, because we were like you know as long as we get our quarter one of our quarterbacks back and get our defense back we'll be good. Well, the quarterback didn't come back. However, we got our defensive guys back, and and again these guys look like it's it's like what the hell was going on? I mean they, they were just parting the Red Sea. The Eagles just just parting the Red Sea, man. Right. And running backs are running ten fifteen yards before they're getting touched. I mean. I don't know what the first half carries was um, for their running back, right? But at the end of the day, man, they allowed 200 yards rush. Their teams that sometimes don't the bad teams that I'm referring to that do not get 200 yards in in offense. Sometimes Right. they ran for 238 yards just just rushing. And,
1: and, and we talked about even you know Dallas last week. Um, while while Dallas beat us and we really struggled on offense. Uh, you know, Zeke, and, and from a running perspective, their running backs only had, off the top of my head, I want to say it was like 88 yards. It wasn't great. And they've consistently been doing that. All year.
0: Holding them for, for most of the year. Our, our, run, game, our run defense has, has been great all year. Correct. Correct. And so to your point that you're making is last night all of a sudden we get on TV or we come into this game and 238 yards rushing. That's not passing that's not total offense that's just as a as a running game 238 yards on the ground just and, gashing them.
1: right and and one of the things that I said that I wanted to make for for what's one of my keys to the game was to not let Jalen Hurts run which he didn't do very much um, he, he did he did it a few times but he didn't what I would say, kill us. I was like, you know, we want him to be back there and pass because he's not a very accurate passer. Um, he's not a, a high-completion percentage passer. He, he passed for 77%, which is, you know, we're, we've been talking about Heineke throwing a high percentage uh, and, and acknowledging that. Well, that's what
0: Hurts did and, and threw for just sh- just short of 300 yards. Um, yeah, yeah, 300 yards, and if I, I – I don't remember his his numbers – but I want to say he had maybe five or six incomplete, which goes to the right. 70% completion Correct. percentage. Correct, But what was interesting about it, it would have been better than that had the, the wide receivers slash tight end hadn't dropped some of the ball. Yeah, they had a few drops, yes, right? yes. They, 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 was, they was allowing us a chance to be in the game, and yet at the same time, his percentage, his completion percentage would have certainly been higher. Absolutely. Right? And so here we are again. We had a chance to win this game last night. After all of that, we still had a chance to win the game. And so you can, you only you have to wonder how different things would have been if one of our quarterbacks had been on the field. Right. How different would that game have gone?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's funny because... Even with
0: how, how bad we played. Right.
1: It, it, it's kind of funny because while, while this... It, it's happening this time of year as we're playing Philadelphia, but it it gave me a flashback... You know what is different. This is almost like deja vu of exactly last year, right? A little bit different circumstances, but where we 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 have a losing record. We're trying to get in, of course, in our division. Other people were were equal or behind us in the record, but we're all these injuries. We're on our fourth quarterback, just like we were last year. Mm-hmm. Our offense struggled at the end of last year. We couldn't get anything mm-hmm. going. And, and here we are again. Um, up until today, um, I say today, up until this game against Philadelphia, offense is carrying us the back half of the season like it was for the last handful of games minus the Philadelphia game. And they may hopefully they can get it in gear for the last three games. Because offensively, we're, we are way out of sync offensively. Uh, even when the offensive line was playing well, we were out of sync.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what's going on, but I can tell you it seems like the the COVID and the uh the the extra days, the the mix up in the schedule seem to have really, really thrown this team off. So, something's not right, and I don't know what's going on. But as I was watching the game, I'm sitting here watching it, and the thing that, that gets me is I wasn't angry. And surprisingly, I wasn't angry. Mm-hmm. Even even as I surprised myself, but I was more more frustration more than angry, and the frustration came from here. We here we are in a situation once again where we control our own destiny, right? But year after year, it never fails. It's always something that derails the situation, and in this case, it's injuries. Once again, injuries, and we we can never have one injury two injuries because I know injury is a part of football don't get me right. don't get me wrong here guys get banged up but we seem to have these major season changing team altering type injuries waves, Chase, waves yeah. of injuries yeah and it's not just one or two right. right we lost Chase Young we lost Ron Fitzpatrick then JD McKissick is on the IR right Montez Sweat misses four weeks with a broken jaw and it's like one injury after the other, and so we go into these critical games. Never have our never have Samuels basically right. all year long. Right, yeah. Curtis uh, Samuel's can, been jacked right. up, and again we go into a, we go into a critical stretch, and we're always uh, fighting from behind. We're having to go into a Philly game, a Dallas game, a Giants game, or a chance to make the playoffs. And every time, we got our backup quarterback, we got our third, we got third string quarterback. We don't have our top receiver. I mean, there, there's always something. And and so my frustration was, you know, these guys are playing, and and, and kudos to them for playing hard right. and still trying to win that game. And oddly enough, with all of everything that happened, five hundred yards of total offense, we still had a chance. Yeah. until the very end. Yeah. And so you can't help but wonder, man, if we had been a little healthier, right. we'd had, had our quarterback or something, could we have pulled that out? And I believe the answer is yes, but man, I couldn't help but sit there and be frustrated simply because once again, here's another season that looks like it's about to go down the drain. And why? Because what the injuries derailed what the coaching staff was trying to do. All the momentum seems to have just been gone. Yeah.
1: And even as we were watching... Last night, and and I'm kind of like you, like you were. There there was a few, there was moments that I was p.o'd, um, and and mainly it was when they were running through these huge holes. I mean, just looked like you could drive a truck through some of the some of the holes that Sanders was running through. But somebody that I've been critical of, that I think it might have been hard to tell, but I think he did a decent job. Was Scott Turner called a Pretty good game considering what he was up against. Um, some of the plays that he he ran, it doesn't take a lot to throw it deep. And, and by, by that, I mean, you don't have to read a lot. You see that the guy is, has him one-on-one, and you let it go. Um, he doesn't have to... He probably has a second check down that he knows that he needs to go to, but it, it's airing it out and it's going for it. Um, the, the, the play where... Uh, Bates almost scored the touchdown. That was a
0: nice play. It was call, a nice play call. I love that. Yes. Like, we don't usually have those type of, I don't want to call it gadget play, but that was a very nice play call.
1: Right. And, and we and we had a couple, now that was kind of a the, the big one, but there was a couple other plays uh, that he called well. And even if we didn't, I mean, obviously we didn't have a, a lot of big plays, but he called a good, a very good game under the circumstances and the challenges and Whether it's injuries or COVID
0: that that constricted what he could do on offense. Okay. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate, Ken. Because on one hand, I can sit here and go, you know what, man, you're right. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. You know, Scott, Scott Uh, kind of did good given the circumstances, right?
1: the, The players did did executed a lot of things from like I said, from a blocking perspective. I mean, from what I saw, I liked the plays that he was calling and the ways that he was going. But good gosh, if if the offensive line would have just blocked, blocked a little bit blocked more, blocked like they did, not not even uh, give give me the, as good as they blocked against the Raiders when they didn't do a great job, right? right. It, it would have been significantly better yeah, from G- an offensive. Garrett Gilbert would have looked better. Garrett
0: Gilbert would have looked a little bit. better Different and a little bit better. Had our offensive line blocked better, right? But I'm gonna go back to my Scott Turner point here. You are mentioning that he called a great game, or well, he called a good game, called a solid game, yes, given 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 the circumstances. But we've been a little bit critical of Scott Turner. Absolutely. So so I'm gonna Absolutely. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Is it a situation where circumstances made it simple for Scott Turner? Therefore, hey Scott, we don't have our quarterback. We don't. We got some guys out. So you got no choice but to do these types of plays. And so therefore, keeping keeping it simple. You know, the, the KISS method, keep it simple, right. stupid, was a situation where maybe they just forced Gartner Turner to get back to basic. You know what? Have the guy go deep, have the check down, just move the ball up and down the field at a slow pace because you know what? We don't have our normal slew of guys. And so therefore they took out a lot of the playbook that he would normally have and he was able to just put it down to some basic plays. And that made him call a better game. So so, was it truly Scott Turner? Or was it circumstances? Is, is what I'm I, getting at. I,
1: I think it was definitely a, a combination. Um, you know, one of the things for that I have been critical of Scott Turner early on it was that he wasn't running enough. And then once we were running, and we've had we had a number of weeks, even though we weren't winning, uh, we were kind of starting to establish a run. But he, from from a from a past perspective, again from from what I see he doesn't scheme anybody open and, and and I I could be wrong on that right he he may be running the same plays uh a lot of the same plays that Kansas City Chiefs are running and our receivers just don't are, get open are are are, are, the, are that much you know uh less talented okay but from what I see I don't see too many plays where I go oh man he he did he did you know a nice screen uh one of those little pick plays or screens or or designed to play for for the tight end here and there he does but i watch a lot of other teams and you'll see two or three of those four two three four of those per game
0: that that play that he did with Bates right yes that's what you call what a play where you scheme a guy open right correct we our offense is typically not that type of offense so when it when it happened i was like man that's pretty cool but to your point you can watch NFL highlights, or you can watch certain games on a Monday night or a Thursday night game or something like that, and you'll see a team would, would do certain plays like that throughout the game. Right. You'll watch Kyle Shanahan or or uh, Sean McVay scheme up those types of plays throughout the game. And just, they don't surprise you. No. I mean, that's just part of their <laughs> offense. Correct. It's like, you better be careful Correct. because guess what? Andy Reid will have Patrick Mahomes faking the run and shuffling the ball to the tight end behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, they, they do these types of things to catch the defense off, off, uh, off guard. And it happened last night. Scott Turner caught them off guard right and man if if base was a little bit faster, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just scored he just scored right but but yeah, we don't we do not scheme up a lot of those type of plays that uh, create create creative plays, if you will that, well, uh, 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 the, that the, get the, guys open.
1: The, the term that you used I thought was, was perfect is we don't catch anybody off guard. we no, we don't, we don't no. surprise them and we don't catch them off guard. I, I know in the NFL it it's seems like it should be harder to do that cuz everybody, you know, is very well coached from a on the defensive side, but you know, you got to you got to throw a, a wrench in there and run something different. Um if nothing else just to keep them honest. You For sure. You know, maybe you go to it and you just throw the ball away or you have to check down or something like that, but um but anyway, yeah. I, I I don't want to beat the, beat that too much, but I did see some positive sparks. If he if he can do some of that creativity once we uh, get healthy and Heineke gets back and and everybody else, um, I, it'll only help the team. Yeah,
0: Oh for sure, for sure. So so again, I'll, I'll sum this up from my perspective. Uh, it's basically the Washington offensive line and the Washington defensive line was manhandled by the Philadelphia Eagles starting line that was that their was starting the, that defensive was the line their starting offensive line was in the trenches pretty much dominated the game and we didn't seem to have a chance from the start to the finish and if it wasn't for those two turnovers early in the game it right. might have looked a little uglier yeah that, that, the game basically to, to your point there absolutely
1: came down to the offensive line and defensive line uh if, if we could have just been even with them We would have, I think, we'd have, yeah, fared fared well. If we'd have blocked a
0: little bit better, or defense would have stopped them a little bit more, I think the game goes a little different. Yeah. yeah. But but before we transition here, because um, I would be remiss to ask you about your thoughts on Ron Rivera and the or the organization, whomever decided to copy of all people the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys. Uh huh. And ship our ship benches to our opponent in this case to Philly thoughts on it care it, don't care you thought it was what, what give me something it, um run
1: th- vera and team could care less this this is a a Snyder and executive other side of the office uh getting Got to either, either got to keep up with literally the Joneses, or you know, to uh, you did it. Now we're going to do it. Whatever it is, um, it, it's. It, it, I'll say, who cares? Okay, and and I don't think Ron Rivera cares. Ron probably could care less. He would probably wish that we didn't do it and just focus on football. Don't focus on that petty, okay. petty BS. Oh uh,
0: man, I'm I'm well, I'm I'm totally on the opposite side from you, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. First, first and foremost. The fact, the fact that we copied of all people the Cowboys, I hate. Okay, because because again right. that's that's what I've been hearing. Oh, you guys try to be like well, a that's, that's just gun. the spin on okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can. So so that part I hate. The other part I hate is you say that that Ron Rivera probably could care less. This is pro- no no no. Ron Rivera is football side. He's the football operation. Uh, Mr. Jason Wright is the other side. I Forgot they call that whatever they call that operation. Right. 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 But when it comes to the football side of business, that is Ron. Rivera from top to bottom so if Ron didn't want those damn benches those benches shipped then they wouldn't have been on that sideline so I was shocked shocked that if all of all people that Ron allowed that situation to go down as opposed to stopping it and saying we're not doing that. Yeah, we, we, we got a football game to go play. We're not going to get into this little pissing match and this game play. We're simply going to go up here and try to win this football, and we're not going to ship benches up up to Philadelphia. And I was shocked that Ron Rivera allowed that.
1: Um, Ron, Ron Rivera this week had a hell of a lot more things to worry about than some stupid benches, okay? Uh, under normal circumstances, I, I might give you that. I might put a little bit more on Ron. But at the end of the day, so what? They're just benches that people are going to sit on. If Ron doesn't make a big deal about it, then nobody else on the team is, and and you focus on getting your getting your stuff together to try to play Philly when you're extremely shorthanded. So that's why I disagree.
0: Okay, well, and, and he may he may have had bigger things to to deal with with COVID and the injuries and things, but I guarantee you that he gave the blessing that they didn't make that decision without Ron's blessing. And so for me, I was shocked that one is he allowed it. And more importantly, I think that probably why it rubs me a little bit more, is the fact of all people, we copied Dallas. Because that just gives these knucklehead fans something else to talk about what we're trying to do with them, and I didn't want to hear it. I, so I, I haven't favorite.
1: heard anything from them. And, and
0: brother, brother. Well, I heard – my phone was going off, and you got to get on social media. Man. <laughs> Come on. It was all uh, – bro, it was I, all over social media. I, about I, that.
1: I don't care about benches, okay? I, well, I don't care either. I, I don't care about benches. I don't care about cheerleaders. I don't care about – uh, you know, what, what flavor Gatorade you're drinking uh, that we got to match your Gatorade. Um, again, this this week, we definitely had bigger things to, to we deal did, with.
0: But I still didn't like so. them damn benches going up there. Well, so, but that being the case, as the point I was making is I said we, we actually was copying somebody. Right. So this is kind of a two for one. So we're going to transition because we were copying the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And so ironically, for the second time in three weeks, we played them. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so we got we're gonna go ahead and do a quick preview of the of this uh, upcoming game the day after Christmas, man.
1: It's a quick turnaround. I mean, Washington is struggling. Um, even if you know you wave a magic wand and everybody's healthy today, it's a short practice week. You know, it, it's like, um, and we have to travel and, and travel uh, with or without our benches. Um, <laughs> oh no! They've already decided, man. Yeah, we're yeah. doing this
0: the rest of the year. Correct, correct.
1: So, Even though we're playing indoors, yeah, in uh, <laughs> in uh, Dallas.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's gonna be what eighty degrees. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna yeah. be eighty degrees here. Yeah,
1: they're gonna be. Are they gonna be? They are gonna probably have the roof do, do open. They cool. Do they uh, cool the uh, the benches that have a cooling uh, factor? I don't, like know, a I don't know, man. Factor?
0: I don't know. But it's gonna be practically eighty degrees here this weekend. The roof will probably be open, and we're gonna ship our benches. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But nonetheless, Ken, we're coming into this game on a short week. Um. Again, again, we're coming off of injuries. Again. Yeah. We're gonna be getting Jeez. some guys back off of COVID. Again. There's some guys going back on COVID. On COVID. Again. So at this point, we're not sure who's gonna be playing, but we do know that we have to. The team has to fly to Dallas and play uh the Dallas Cowboys um here at home and I'm pretty sure they're going to be pretty hyped about it. They meaning the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I mean we talked about Cowboy fans before. Uh when when things are going good for them and they they've won two in a two in a row now, um yeah, they, the, the the fans lose their minds. You know, they're all of a, all of a sudden they're they're winning the Super Bowl again. Uh yeah, they were yeah, they ready uh, to cut deck. Yeah. Everybody's starting to everybody's starting to question his contract, and then all of a sudden, now that they're winning, even though Dak hasn't played really well the last few weeks, um, I, I don't want to jinx that. Let me let me just throw that into the air that I'm not trying to jinx and all of a sudden have Dak have a good game against us. But um, uh, he hasn't been playing great. But the the, the fans are going to yeah they're they're thinking they're they're going to the Super Bowl
0: yeah at this yeah. point. Now now what's in, now what's important about this game? for the Cowboys other than it's a division game. They, they clearly would be favored to win this game. If they win this game on Sunday, they will clinch the NFC East division. All right. Okay. So they actually have something to play for. Um, I saw, I read where they, they Cowboys are trying to minimize the uh, folks that are going on the COVID list. So collectively as a team, they have advised all of their family members to stay away for Christmas. They don't want they don't want anybody coming into town right, right. celebrating Christmas because they don't want anyone bringing the virus to them. And we have player because the game means this much to them this week that they're they got some bigger fish to fry and they want to win this game, clinch the division, and position themselves to try to get uh, 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 home field advantage uh, for the playoffs. So, at a minimum, we have a chance to come in here and play spoiler at least delay that. One more week. And uh, we're going to come into this game clearly banged up. We're going to come into this game with some more injuries, probably missing some key guys due to COVID and so forth and so on. So once again, we're going to come into this game against Dallas under man. Their, their fans, their obnoxious fans yeah. don't care. All they want to know is we beat you. It doesn't matter. It did not matter if you and I was suiting up. You know, we beat Washington. So at the end of the day, man, I'm hoping that we, at a minimum can play spoiler here. Uh, because the road we have a tough road to climb uh, to get back in the playoff we have to win i think our last three games and probably still get some help a little uh, a little a little help. bit of help yeah um in order for us to make the playoffs so at a minimum if we win we keep we give ourselves a chance for the next two games and we also delay the cowboys from winning the division this sunday
1: yeah washington has hey, wh- while we've struggled the last couple weeks um you know, Washington has a little bit of a history of being a spoiler against the Cowboys. You know, we've, if, if for, for fans that have a, a, a good memory, um, you know, we've come in here with a, a third string quarterback before and, and put it to them. Um, that was about five years ago. You and I were at that game with Colt McCoy. We were. And
0: loved um, every minute of absolutely, it. Baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a Monday night game, too.
1: And, and, and and, and there was a little, at the beginning of that game, there was a lot of cowboy fans. You re- remember that, those obnoxious people right in
0: front of us? First, first of all, we got heckled all the way to the stadium because yeah. we parked <laughs> and took the shuttle. You're right. So we were we were getting he- heckled all, on the shuttle. On the shuttle, yeah. We're walking to the stadium. We're getting heckled, and we get to the game. And of course, to your point, there's people in front of us. So we were heckled the whole time. But yeah, man. there were people
1: all around, but there was there was a a, a couple uh in front of us, uh man man and woman that. Man, they, they, they were letting it go for for a long time, man. Even when they were first losing, they were still talking a lot of smack. But uh, there, there, there was a point it got real quiet. But Reggie and I, we, we didn't stop at that point, did we? No, nah, nah, we got the last <laughs> laugh on that one, brother. Yeah, we, we, uh, I remember them leaving with oh maybe three, three or four minutes left in the game, uh, a couple minutes left in the game, and I, and I made sure we said goodbye to them. Uh, I, I do remember that.
0: Yeah. So hopefully, you know, it'll be another one of these games, man, cuz I'm pretty sure, you know, it's a big ticket. Yeah. Day after Christmas, a lot of yeah. folks are off, so I'm pretty sure the stadium will probably be fairly packed. Yeah, with the holiday, I'm sure a lot of people getting these tickets for uh Christmas, for, for gifts. Christmas gifts. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping we can go in there and, man and uh and still still this game and uh and uh r- ruin someone's Christmas gift um uh on on Sunday.
1: Yeah. It, but, go ahead. Okay. Well, I was going to say uh you know, what, what what we need to see differently from the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's easy to throw some things out there, but more than anything else, from what I see, is for offensively and defensively to be in sync. You know, you're you're going to get beat on plays. You know, Dallas has a, has a good team offensively and defensively. They have they have a solid team the way they're playing right now. But if Washington is not in sync. It, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long, ugly day. If we're in sync, um, you know, we we can hang with them without a doubt. Whether we come out on top, you know, we'd have to wait and see. But if if we're out of sync offensively and defensively, like we have been the last couple of weeks, um, yeah, you know, the game may be over by halftime. Yeah,
0: no, I don't disagree. And so for me, my I guess you kind of touched on it there, but one of my my major key here is is my note is. Get back to basic. Get back to basic. And what I mean by that is playing sound defense and get back to running the ball offensively. If we get back to doing some of those basic things, I think the rest of it will flow. So to your point, getting back in sync, getting, getting back to basic, man. Just just play right. sound defense right. and run the ball. And, and I think we'll give ourselves a chance here because, again, we proved that we can hang with these guys. And, right. and certainly getting healthy. Getting guys back. I don't know if Curtis Samuel is going to play. Right. Um, he didn't. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I don't, don't want to get started on that guy, but he didn't play last week. I don't know what is going on with him, but so I don't even know if he's going to play this, way, this week. But, you know, we've lost J.D. McKissick, and I think the loss of J.D. McKissick on this team uh, has been a, a, a greater impact than I think most of any, any of us um, believed at the time when we lost him. Because um, he he's changed – what we do offensively.
1: Offensive on the offensive side of the ball, he has definitely made a difference. Um catching out of the backfield and then s- some of his his running style is just different than uh than Gibson. And so when he comes in, it's a you don't know if it's a run or pass though. Yeah, yeah, it it uh it, it changes the dynamic of it. I know we've been thrown to Gibson a little bit more, which I'm glad and I would like to see more of that. And and, and I don't I don't have a problem throwing to Gibson or McKissick as an outlet, but I would like to see some plays designed for them. Uh, are you listening, Scott? Um, you know, <laughs> so, Some plays actually designed, uh, You know, where, I'm not going to say go long, but go 10, 12 yards. How about get uh, them both
0: in a game together? Yeah. Right? You don't know who's going to get the ball. You don't know if it's going right. to run, if it's a play. You don't know which guy's going to catch the ball if they throw it. Right. Get one of those guys on a linebacker. Right, I mean, there's just things you can do. You can scheme. it. Going back to what we talked about with the Eagles, what you can do to scheme guys open, well, throw if, some gadgets in there, man. Well,
1: well, it's, especially you know, you line them both, uh, line them both up in the backfield. Defense is already kind of fig- trying to figure out what's going on, and our wide receivers outside of Terry aren't having a great year. Right. So go five wide two of two of the five are our running backs and and just look for that mismatch. Heine, Heineke should be back this week. I'm anticipating and just something different, man.
0: You know, I'm I'm stuttering over words cuz I'm like I, I don't know if you're going to see much different, Ken. We we're, we're what 16 we are we are what thing. we are and uh we 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 are who we are and I don't think Scott is going to all of a sudden uh do some things differently here, but uh, you know, we, we do need to but, see something different, but but, I but think- he,
1: ha- he has he has the same tools. Our t- our tools aren't changing, but how you use them. You know, the old adage of, you know, it, it, I'm sorry, if you only have a hammer, then everything that everything that you have becomes a nail, right? You you have tools with different skill sets. Use them to their and put them in the best situation to succeed.
0: That's what you call Ken. Is a uh, a young. Offensive coordinator, Ken. That's what the guy who's not accustomed OJ, to. OJ OJT. He's learning on the job. There's a guy who is still trying to cut his teeth and understand what he can and cannot do. He's probably trying to understand what Ron will let him do. I mean, he the guy's learning on the job, man. And and unfortunately, we're once again, we're we're training a guy who in a couple of years is gonna go off and be somewhere else. I mean, look at look at uh Kyle Shanahan. Look at Sean McVay. Look at Matt Lafleur. All these guys were on our coaching staff over the over the past few years. Nobody's going to run to Turner right now. Let me just tell you that. Well, we didn't think that about uh, Kyle and uh, uh, Matt Lafleur either. We, we Sean McVay, yeah, but but yeah, these guys are all on our staff and look what look what they're doing. Sean McVay's with the Rams. Matt Lafleur's with Green Bay. Now, granted, he's got Aaron Rodgers, but yet he still he he's a he's a he seems to be a creative guy, very innovative. And then you got Kyle Shanahan. Look at what he does with those guys. I mean, so, All right? So these guys learn on the job over in Washington, and they go off and 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 do great things somewhere else. And so uh, today, maybe not Scott Turner, but in a few years, we're going to be looking back at a team photo. Remember when he he was a coach in Washington? Uh, hopefully, that's um, uh,
1: after he's had some su- success here. That you know, if he's leaving because he has had a lot of success here in Washington, then you know, good good for him. Good okay. for him. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, I hear or, what you're saying.
1: Or, or, or if he has some good success after a few years, Rivera says eh, it's time for me to retire, and he and he takes over. Um, I hear what you're I, saying. I, I, those are those are probably pipe dreams, uh, both of them. Okay, but uh,
0: you, you never know what the future holds, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So again, I know this is kind of a short preview for the Cowboys game, man. Because I think for me, unless you got some more, for me it's very simple, man. Getting back to basic, getting healthy. And those types of things. No
1: turnovers. Yeah, can we have I, one game with zero turnovers? Yeah. Uh, we 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 gotta we gotta have it. We where Washington commits zero turnovers. Of course, it's nice to be able to get Dallas to turn the ball over a couple times, but we cannot hurt ourselves. We just can't. The whole rest of the year, this is, this is Dallas Philadelphia the Giants. Those are our last three games. We, we need to go three games with a zero with zero turnovers. If if. <laughs>
0: But, but but teams do go. <laughs> well, yeah, but, okay. But the way the I it, understand. it's one thing to have a turnover, Kent, and it's not a killer, or you can overcome it. We just can't have a bunch of turnovers. That, that just that, that's just not what we how we're made, man. We're not built to overcome a bunch of turnovers. So having eight turnovers not is for me is like eh, okay, but we can't go in the game, We can't just give the game away. We got to make them earn it. Make them drive the field. We can't have the Antonio Gibson fumbling the ball. You know, right. at at you know at the fifteen yard line, the Cowboys take over the possession in one play, and they're scoring a touchdown. We can't have that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but
1: there's, but you can say that all the way along the way. You know, if if he fumbles the ball, if they drive all the way down and he fumbles it at the at the twenty five on the other end, you're like, man, there's there's at least three points we let go. I, so I, don't, I don't
0: disagree. I'm not advocating they got to fumble the ball. I'm just simply right, saying right. So, some turnovers are worse than others. You never want any, but it's unrealistic to think that we'll go three games without oh, oh,
1: any. Only midfield. Uh, turnovers are acceptable.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: and only one. Yeah. Um, no nah, we, we, we need to have a
0: game with zero turnovers, and, and I'd like to see it start with Dallas. Okay. Well, uh, listen, I hope they're listening man. Yeah. So unless you got anything else, man, I think it's the uh, the, 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 the popular, most talked about segment um, of our show, and that is the um, where we give our confidence number and what we feel. Um, going towards the game of the upcoming week. So, without further ado, this is our segment, Ken. Oh, Reggie! I, I, I think I see Reggie dancing over in his seat over there. No, the hell Sorry. you do not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not. Oh man, he, he, he he's got a foot tap, got a head bobbing. Man,
0: <laughs> you know, you <laughs> you know what makes it even worse <laughs> is when that music come on. You're yeah. like. Oh it, it's all just it's all 70s man. Oh my god. Oh my
1: god. It is. It is. It is uh Oh my god. It it's time for <laughs> for your number.
0: Only cuz we're friends man. Only cuz we're friends and we're partners that we allow this ridiculousness. Look,
1: the, the, the burgundy and gold knucklehead head fans, whether you see us at the bar, whether you hit us up on Twitter uh, Instagram, ha- email, however you reach out to us. Let us know what you think, you know, about. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh-
0: I think I need to write this in the contract, man. We're going to play that once a, once a show. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> and please do not come up to me talking about what's my name and number, okay? I'll tell you right now. Do not come ask me that.
1: Oh man! However, man. The, the, the the cringing of it is is what makes it just <laughs> that much better, man. That is, that is the cherry on top when
0: when Reggie cringes. Oh my God! Okay, so here we are at the segment, and the serious part of the segment. It's now. Serious part of the segment for what's our what's our number? Um, you going first? You want me to go first?
1: I, I'll go ahead and and rip the Band-Aid off. Okay. What you, um, got? you know I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's not a number <laughs>
0: that's not a number man.
1: I, I, I don't uh, I guess it, like even like grades you get ABC and an incomplete this isn't even an incomplete Washington has their hands full from everything that they've been playing the last couple weeks it, it, it's kind of like a, a, a total reverse right we had four weeks where we were playing solid ball uh, win or lose going in when we lost to Dallas we didn't expect to play like that uh, win or lose against Philadelphia, we didn't expect to lose like that. And so you start to question, is that who we're going to show up, uh, how we showed up the last two weeks, is that how we're going to show up against Dallas again? Are we going to go back to when we were playing solid defense, uh, running the ball, it was a controlled offense, long drives. Um, If we can get back to our offense from – I'm sorry, our offense and defense – from three and four weeks ago i think we stand a, a good chance of, of coming out here uh with a fight but but getting a win if we are playing like the last couple weeks we're not gonna the game will be over by halftime um it's a it's a long way to get to my number and you're not gonna like my number rich nah, hey it's, it's your number man. my number is a five it, that, a five is as indifferent as I can get, right? That's <laughs> splitting right at the middle. Uh, you know, I think Reggie's cringing just as much on my five as he was on the song.
0: No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? There's not, there's not a, a, a number that waffles
0: more oh, than a five. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's your number? That's my number. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. <Here's... laughs> No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because because you're like, man, you cringing. You know? No, I, you're right. A five is about as indifferent as you can get. And uh, I'm also laughing because I gave it a five. <laughs> come on, it, what, it, why, why are you cringing and laughing when you got the same number? Come, I got a strong five. Yeah, I don't know. Based on that long explanation, that's not a that's not a strong five, Ken. Well,
1: I think you. I think we'll know within the first couple series, offensively and defensively what kind of game we're going to play,
0: right? Uh, that's that's but, true. But, I, but I'll
1: let you discuss your five. I don't want to I'm, I'm I'm cut
0: into your five time. I'm going to keep mine real <laughs> simple. The only reason, and there's only one reason, I don't have a big explanation for it, the only reason I gave the confidence number a five is simple because I don't know who's playing. If I know we, we're back healthy with all the guys that played even the first time around, then my number is much higher. But at this point I don't know who's playing on Sunday. I don't know who's going to be who's going to get go out on Saturday night with damn COVID. I don't know who's coming off the COVID list. I don't know who's quarterbacking. I don't know anything about Landon Collins' injury, uh William Jackson's injury. Right. Uh we already know our starting middle linebacker, oh, the guy that calls the plays right is on the COVID list, so we we'll probably not play Sunday. So at this point I don't know who's playing. So because I don't know who's playing, I give it a 5. That means we could win, we could lose. Yeah, I I think you know from our offense played so bad against Dallas
1: the first time around. I don't think we can play that bad, uh, no matter what quarterback he is. I mean, that was well, that you was, saw the game. Was was, you saw the game on on uh, Tuesday. That that wasn't as bad as Dallas, though. It, it was. It wasn't. I'm from an offensive perspective. I'm Man. only talking from an offensive Man. perspective. Um, Are you watching the game? Are you watching the game? Did did, did did you see how many yards we had in the first half against Dallas? We, we had more than that on our first series than the, than the whole first half uh, when we were playing Philly. Man, maybe, um, maybe
0: you should go back and listen to this podcast the first first 30 minutes, how bad the offensive line looked. I, I don't Garrett, disagree. How Garrett Gilbert looked. I don't know how we managed those yardage. But, but nonetheless, we're talking about our number, and I just don't know who's playing, so I'm going to give it a five. All right, that's a that's a that's a week five, man. That's a nice, no, hey, that's pretty confident. I
1: like, a confident that's a confident five, a confident five, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we when you take a number that uh, that is the most waffling number that I admit is a, is a waffling number. I don't know. The, I don't know the either one, either one of us can call it a, a strong or a weak five. If anything, it's probably a weak five. Mine, uh, both of us. <laughs> uh, okay,
0: well, but again, I gave it a five because I don't know who's playing, so. I know that's kind of an e- it seems like an easy way out, but that's honestly I don't want to give it a low number or a yeah. high number, and I true I don't, at this point I'm not even sure who's a quarterback.
1: I, I I agree. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. This is this is an I don't know week from from so many perspectives. I don't know how we're going to play. I don't know Forget how we're going to play. Oh, I don't I, even know who's I, playing. I, that's my point. I don't know how we're going to play. I don't know who's going to play. It's again a lot of question marks. We're coming off of a very short week. I mean, normally yep. we, we call coming off of a Monday night a short week. Now we're coming off of a Tuesday night and traveling that we discussed earlier as a short week. Oh and, and you know, and Dallas gets a, a full week, and, and they're across the board, pretty healthy from everything that I've seen. They yeah, pretty much they're,
0: they're, they're, they told are, the family don't come down.
1: Yeah, they've got, they've gotten healthy over the last three or four weeks yeah. Um,
0: yeah, and I don't know how they played us. We had a COVID breakout. And none of those guys got COVID.
1: Yeah. The very next day, there's like six or seven of us that, that uh, had COVID, but nobody on Dallas.
0: But, but at the end of the day, they're taking it serious. They're ready for us. But they told the family to stay away. So it is what it is. We'll be back to discuss the uh, post-game yes, of the uh, yes, Dallas, Dallas versus Washington. And uh, hope, hopefully we surprise and we, we um, shock the world again like we did last time, man, because everybody be watching. You know, Christmas, Christmas night. I mean, Christmas, the day yeah, of the Christmas, a Sunday night. It's a Sunday night it's game, Sunday the day of the Christmas. So it'll be national televised game. So hopefully we'll shock the world again, man. So I, I, I'd, I'd love to have it, man. We, we you, you hear two happy knuckleheads on the next podcast, if that was. Bro, right, man, I'm telling you. So, but that's all we got, folks. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you listening. Absolutely. And so till next time, I'm going to go ahead and wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And so until next Absolutely. time, peace out. Peace out, knuckleheads.